clap your hands and bless the Lord. Come on, just by faith. Come on, clap your hands. We know there's no condemnation. We know that. But come on, open up your spirit this morning. God wants to move in our midst. We're going to be anointing people this morning with fresh oil. We will make sure that everybody gets anointing. Come on. You're in a new season. Come on, somebody. Bless the Lord. Give Him praise and give Him thanks. In the mighty name of Jesus. Well, greet somebody. Tell them you're looking much thinner than 21 days ago. Amen. You're looking really, really good. Let them know. Social distance. High five somebody. Let them know. Greetings to everybody online. You are a blessing. This is your season. This is your day. We will have communion and we will have, we'll be praying for people in the season uh, this morning so that you can get yours. Amen. And you'll begin to honor and appreciate the anointing. I said this to the leaders. I said, remember that vision doesn't run a church. The anointing does. And if there's no anointing, we might as well be standing in a pub somewhere singing Kumbaya songs or something. But the devil's got no answer for the anointing. And so when the anointing of God's upon your life and your family, it separates you from the crowd. I have a word for you from the Lord this morning. I'm going to take maybe 30 minutes just to preach and release what's in my spirit. And then... We're going to have communion and then we are going to pray for families and homes. And there's no distance in prayer. So you're going to anoint your own head wherever you are, but you're going to believe by faith. Whatever's being preached here, you're going to receive on the other side. Amen. What a tremendous, tremendous turnout yesterday for the volunteers. Can all the volunteers that have signed up for the new season, please stand to your feet. Let the church see who's the army, who's in the army. Come on, everybody that has signed up. Look at them, look at them. Hallelujah. No, do better than that. Do better than that. This is the army of the living God. These are people that have made up their minds. They're going to follow Jesus. They're not going to just sing songs. They're coming after the Lord with everything. Amen. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. We are celebrating you. We are celebrating your destiny. I am sold out to you. You are the core. The crowd follows. The congregation gathers. But the core makes sacrifices together. And for that we are eternally grateful. And as you give, Jesus said, Who are my brothers and my sisters? He says, Those that will do the will of God with me. And so that's who you are to me today. You are family. You are signing on the dotted line. We're going to build something. And we're going to allow God to build you up so you become all that God has called you to be. Amen. The turnout was tremendous. Did you have any pictures for that? It would have been great to have shown that if you can. There were some couple of pictures. But also, all good. It's good. We'll put them on social media. That's good. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9. We have launched a strategy and um, God is bringing... New people, listen, we, there were 50 people that registered. Over 90 people came. I mean, it was tremendous. Come on. It was, look at that, look at that, look at those pictures. I mean, look at that. Those, those are just people that are sold out for the kingdom of God. You're going to keep clapping your hands. 
because I can't build with uncommitted people. I can only build with committed people. I can only build with people that are willing to build with the kingdom of God. You can't go anywhere with uncommitted people. Come on, celebrate the committed people. Celebrate them. I want to stand right here and I'm going to wait until you celebrate them and you're going to understand that something good is going on right here. I've got no obligation to uncommitted people. Jesus asked the question when they left disciples. It wasn't only 12. A whole lot of them left. And then they, they, they were leaving. Jesus turned to his disciples and says, Do you also want to leave? Because we don't build with uncommitted people. Excuses are the crutches of the uncommitted. Can't deal with them. Can't. You're going to build something great. You better have committed people around you. Why do we do this every single year? We thank them at the end of the year, those that have served, and we say a time of serving is up. And then we have a fresh call to have a fresh commitment from people. You better, you better understand that. I've just saved your marriage. I go on a honeymoon every year. And as I walk on the beach, I make a fresh commitment to that woman. I say, I want you to know you will always be beautiful in my eyes. I've made a covenant with my eyes. Do you hear me? She's my wife. She's the woman of my youth. I've just saved someone's marriage right now. I've saved you. Do you understand? If you don't make a fresh commitment to God and a fresh commitment to your wife and a fresh commitment to serving, the enemy will take you everywhere. You better get in on the building of the kingdom of God and you better build your marriage. You better bring it on this foundation. You better bring your children on this foundation. You better bring your business on this foundation. You better bring your gift on this foundation. I am telling you, it's unshakable. It's uncursable. You better bring your education on this foundation. You better bring Ashaya Kendalebo. Woo! 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 I feel that anointing. I'm telling you. God is building His people up. Don't you dare play out in the world without first making a commitment to God. I am telling you, it's rough. And if you think that this COVID thing is over and these people are done, they are not done. They got another angle. They're coming. The Lord says, don't fall asleep. The Lord will help me. Because the Lord told me, your, your fasting is not over. For me. For you, it's over. For me, it's not. Because He says, what's happening in the atmosphere, it's not over yet. Now please enjoy your cake and, I'm, and this is me. My daughter says, uh, I don't think the Lord spoke to me. I said, it's true, he didn't speak. He spoke to me. I'm making a point. Don't you relax and go back to your old ways. And don't you think you don't, you know, I, I think maybe I'll serve next year. You watch what next year looks like. You better put your and plant yourself. It's the year to build and to plant. 
plant yourself in the house of God and start getting busy with the building project so that as God builds this buildings, He's going to build your life. Are you hearing me? I am your apostle and I am telling you what I'm sensing in the atmosphere. You cannot get there to get your praise on. You can't let the devil push you like wind that tosses you everywhere and then it's this conference and then it's this person and oh that person said that you better be planted in the house of God so you can flourish build your church I feel it someone's gonna sing business in the our kingdom way that you can build everything that you need from family from your home business whatever you need there's enough in the kingdom of God God made sure that you are preserved and protected the Bible says when the hail came it fell everywhere except in Goshen you better be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing I am warned you for 2022 don't you believe this year that oh you fasted and it's over it's not That doesn't sound like good news. No, enjoy your lunch. I'm saying to you, don't fall asleep and don't go back. Somebody say, I'm not going back. Say, I'm not going back to that old, no, that, that bo broke guy. I'm not going back there. I need to preach. Give me my moment. I need to, we need to pray. We need to preach. So 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9. So this is the foundation of our strategy for 2022. It's a scripture. Well done, guys. Brilliant. Much better. Come on, much better, much better. For we are God's fellow workers. Look at your neighbor and say, you are God's field. And you are God's building. Let's keep going. According to the grace of God, which was given to Apostle Max, as a wise master builder, I've laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. Now you must take heed how you build your life. Listen to what the apostle is saying. We are celebrating an end of a fast, but I want you to know that you must be... We're going to teach about the anointing a little bit, but I want you to know you must protect the anointing that's on your life. Don't get involved in kinds of relationships and people that anger you and frustrate you and want to mess and... and and rob you of your anointing. Get away from them. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid. So that a foundation is Christ. You can't build another foundation. So what we've done when I say I'm a master builder, I've taken what Christ has done for us and I've made it clear to you. Is everybody clear that you are the righteousness of God? You're not clear. Say, I am the righteousness of God. It's foundational. You are in Christ. You're not, you're not in religion. 
You don't belong to some brother crazy wood hanging out with the... Anyway, let me get off this. Now, if anyone, the foundation was laid and I taught you that. So now we need to shape your life and you need to put yourself and your business and your marriage and your children on this foundation. Now, any family, if any family, every person, anyone, anyone, if anyone, now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, all different kinds of stuff, you can decide what that house looks like. You can take of the precious, which is the anointing, and you can walk with that and say, I'm going to build my life on the anointing. Or you can go to and find yourself a little job, make sure you got a little straw hut, and build yourself a little pandoki doing it your way. Come on, Frank Sinatra. Even if you're 90, you will play that song at your funeral. I did it my way. When you can decide how you build your life. That decision's with you. He says, you must now watch now how you're going to build. So each one's work will become clear. For the day's coming. There's a day coming and they say, oh, we saw what that church was built on. Was it lies, deception? Your life is going to speak the same. Now you say, but you're using, you know, your inferior materials when the Holy Ghost is your precious. Because it will be revealed by fire. The fire is coming. <laughs> and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. Next verse says, Work with me, guys. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures. So if I take from the word and I take and I work with the Holy Ghost and I obey his instruction, what it says is when the fire comes, the gold comes forth. All impurities fall. Because that then gives me a reward. If anyone's work on which he has built on it, if anyone's work which he has built and it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burnt, so you can have all that you do in this earth, and your work just gets burnt up, because it had nothing to do with the kingdom. No sacrifices, no fasting, I'm doing it my way. He will suffer loss, but yet he himself will be saved, as, yet so as through fire. That means I am saved, but my life counts for nothing. That's what it means. That at the end of my life, it's just burnt up. It's like, this was rubbish, man. Got your car, got that thing, got degrees, blah, 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 blah. It's all looks good to the world. But in the kingdom of God, it counts for nothing. Because the fire is coming. So the reason why I'm speaking to you this morning about the anointing is because we have something that we are working towards and we are building according to a pattern God has given us. And so we have four major objectives and if you can just put up those, those arrows, I'm teaching today from the ground up is my sermon. And I want to teach you how that as the buildings go up, every business will be raised up, every family will be raised up, every individual will be raised up, every leader will be raised up, every minister of the gospel will be raised up, the preachers will come from here. We're going to have training materials for a worship experience and a worship school. Come on, can you believe with me today? We're putting together things. What are we doing? We're raising up the people to understand what it is to worship and what it is to praise. This church is going to get up to their feet and begin to believe that there is something good going on in here that 
God is raising up a people with an understanding. We're raising up the kings and the priests. Uh, you're going to walk into the marketplace uh, and you can become a millionaire in a month uh, with dollars. Come on. You can ship things uh, because God is doing a new work in this church. From the ground up, everybody shout, from the ground up. Here's your major objectives of where we're going. Please be seated. Number one, the arrow that we're shooting in this major objective, number one, is the base. We're building what we have a project management office. There are teams on the ground that is making that work. And so if you have any kind of admin, HR, um, whatever skills that can assist in the base, there's an office, a project management office. You can form a part of that. You can serve on any level. Make that happen. The next one is the build. Of course, we have a, a building project on the go. And we're going to have a proper launch of showing the buildings and all that's required and bringing all the kings together and we'll be fetching all the money that's required and we're going to not do this with a toil. Next, we're creating a, a foundation for teaching so that the teaching goes all across the globe. We're building these platforms. It's the teaching platform. That's an arrow that we're shooting. And so the fourth one, that we arrow that we've all grabbing a hold of, and everybody in this church is walking behind this arrow. It's going in a certain way. It's called the reach. We want to shoot our message and this ministry all across the globe and the seven continents. It's going to reach, come on, somebody. This arrow is going to go everywhere across the globe. We're going to do business across the globe. We're going to cause the anointing. is going to come upon somebody to bring our sons and daughters. Oh, you're not clapping your hands yet. Are you not the anointed one that God can shoot as an arrow all across the globe? And somebody's going to shout, the education mountain is mine. God's going to shoot you like an arrow. I feel the anointing in this place. We're giving God praise. Hmm. So we know the anointing. It's the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. It's Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Jesus returns in the power of the Spirit after his 40 days of fasting. He returns in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And so from there, Jesus begins to operate differently. He's shot like an arrow, and certain things happen in the, in the demonic realm that causes things to subdue because the anointing is there. Let's deal with the anointing this morning. It's Isaiah 10 verse 27, the burden removing yoke destroying power of God. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Daniel 11 and 32 says... It's the people, come on, read with me. Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God, they shall. You know, you're going to you're gonna have to by faith sometimes say, you know, I'm strong. I'm going to clap my hands a bit in church. I'm going to smile a little bit. I'm going to come with a good attitude. I'm going to show. Let, even if you're weak, let the weak say, I am strong. Come on. It's the people who know their God. It's not the people who don't know their God that have their degree. They're not strong. It's the people who know their God. You better know your God this year. They shall be strong and do what? Carry out great exploits. What's an exploit? It's an act or deed, especially a brilliant or heroic one. It's the action of accomplishing something. You're going to accomplish something this year. 
You're going to reach your goals this year. You're going to get the thing that God has promised for you and your family. Come on, somebody. I see you being shot like an arrow. I see somebody going to get your degree this year. I see somebody going to overcome in every area of their lives. Come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor. You're going to say to your neighbor, you're going to accomplish something this year. Amen. Here's an exploit. To recognize an opportunity and to maximize a moment. <laughs> the original meaning of exploits means to progress. Somebody shout progress. To, succe to, to succeed. And for speed. That's what it is. So I get to progress. You'll find success in all your endeavors. And you're going to find speed for your feet. I mean, you can't sit still even in church. Just do a bit of a shuffle with your feet there. But, and say, no, 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 I'm finding speed for my feet. Amen. So when you come into the kingdom of God, God's going to anoint you for exploits. And so when, when you come into the kingdom of God and God begins to put an anointing on you, it's not for you. It's for service. It's for exploits. It's to maximize a moment. It's to recognize an opportunity. Come on, somebody. It's, it's to accomplish something. That's what the anointing is for. And many people just sit and they get shivers and shakes, fall down, get up, are the same. Look at your neighbor and say, this year we're going somewhere. So when the anointing comes upon you, your natural body uh, ability turns into a supernatural ability. The anointing on someone's life is the ability to get results. I want to prophesy that over somebody today. You're going to find results not just in the books that you study, but in the business that you run. You're going to find results in your body. You're going to find good results. Come on, somebody. You're going to find money in your account. But I see you being elevated. I see you going from glory to glory, from strength to strength. Everybody says good results. So the anointing of God brings the power of God on the scene. The anointing is God is with you. That's what it really means. It means that I'm not fighting this battle by myself. It means that whenever I walk and the anointing is on me, you need to know that if you're fighting me, you're fighting God. Hmm. It's God's ability coming upon your natural ability, giving you His power to do what you could not do for yourself. Come on, it will make you a better wife instead of a better woman. I know you got divorced previously, but I am telling you, if you can let go of the bitterness and take the anointing, you're going to become a better wife. The anointing will move you from rental to ownership. From working for a boss to becoming the boss. From being the sickly one to becoming the one who lays hands on the sick. Oh, I felt that anointing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I felt that anointing. Oh, my Lord, I felt that. Woo, that's for someone right now. Amen. Woo. Yes, we'll be going this morning. Your anointing is going to elevate you above your peers. Watch, watch. We know that it's the power of God to remove anything from your path that is harassing and hindering your progress in this life.
It, anything that's a burden to you. Even if that guy is trying to inbox you, he's a burden. He's going to be removed. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you frafe data. What is it, my Johan Werkman? The reason why you need the anointing, listen to me today, is because you have an enemy. If you never had an enemy, you don't have a problem. The only thing that the enemy respects is somebody with the anointing. He's got no answer for the anointing. No answer. So if he wants your life to remain the same, he just says, don't you go play church, and don't pretend, don't just pretend. But when you get the anointing upon you, you know there's progress. So he wants you, the enemy wants you to have a breakdown instead of a breakthrough. So the reason why people are having a breakdown is because they got, because they got no anointing. But if you hang around people that are anointed long enough, come on somebody, what is an anointing? It's the rubbing off. Come on, just let your neighbor know, say, I fasted 21 days. You're sitting next to the anointed one. Come on, speak to me. The enemy desires that you fail in this life, but he's not going to succeed because he's got no answer for the anointing of God that is about to be poured upon your life this morning. And everybody said amen. So if you look at anybody in the Bible, you look at their exploits in the Bible, you will find that God took an ordinary person, put something on them called the anointing, and then they became extraordinary because of the anointing. Let me read you some. Solomon had an anointing for resource management, wisdom, wealth, success, and prosperity. If that's what you need, you need to be lifting up your hands. You should be saying, Father, this one is for me. Isaac had an anointing for investment strategies. Cyrus had an anointing for financial acumen. Samuel's anointing was for sensitivity and to the obedience of the voice of God. Esther's anointing gave her favor and kingdom strategies. Daniel's anointing is for government excellence and integrity. Joseph had an anointing for warfare, prosperity, and success strategies. Abraham's anointing was for pioneering new territories, real estate acquisition, and intergenerational covenant blessings. Issachar's anointing was for the correct discernment of the times and the seasons. The disciples had an anointing for learning. The Jabez anointing was for territorial and intellectual growth. Anyone who did exploits in the kingdom needed the anointing of God upon their lives to accomplish that. I need a church to begin to believe that there's an anointing being released in this house to bring you into your destiny. Hallelujah. Come on, shout a good hallelujah in this. The Christ, of course, was anointed for prophetic prayer spiritual warfare, signs and wonders, miracles, and a purpose-driven life. Because of the year of recompense, I want us to bring Jehu to the witness stand. Shaya Karababande. Jezebel is running crazy. She thinks she's in charge. Her husband is crying like a little baby for someone else's things when you go and work for your own stuff taking another man's field huh God says well Elisha sends down fire 
Elijah standing on fire and he's praying and then sits under a tree crying because Jezebel never even, he never even saw her. She said, tell Elijah, I say, that what he did to all the prophets, I'm going to do to him. He never, he never fought a war. You better have your mind right, especially after your fast. After a great exploit, calls down fire, the prophets are burnt, the, the, he kills them, God receives his sacrifice. He sits under the tree, the terrible tree, and he begins to weep like a baby and say, I'm the only one. It's like, you know, when you feel sorry for yourself, you ever been there? Pastors can do that. Been fighting so hard, and now the people aren't even tithing. I'm so glad it's not in this church. <laughs> not, not from you? Okay. And so he sits and he cries and he says, I'm the only one. The Lord says, no, 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 dude. Don't you believe that the only, you're the only one fasting? Don't you believe that you're, you're the only one fighting? I've got people that have not bowed any. Come on, there are people in this place that God has sent into your church. Don't you reject the prophets that God has sent that have not bowed their knee to a false prophet? So he's crying back and forth. And the Lord says, well, let's change your assignment because apparently you're letting Jesse run the show and even run in your head. So let's pick up 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 1. Oh Lord, you have to help me. So I'm going to read just a couple. I'm, I'm going through the chapter, but I'm going to just pull out a couple so that we can go through these 10 things that when you're anointed, you can expect. Okay? And Elisha the prophet called one of the sons of the prophets and said to him, Get yourself ready. Take this flask of oil in your hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. Now when you arrive at that place, look there for Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and go in and make him rise up from among his associates and take him to an inner room. Somebody say we're in the inner room today. Then take the flask of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus says the Lord, I have anointed you king over Israel. Then open the door and flee and do not delay. So the young man, the servant of the prophet, went to Ramoth Gilead. Move with me, guys, to verse 13, right? We're going to keep on going. And when he had arrived, there were the captains of the army sitting. Now look at this. These are not ordinary people. These are captains of the army. They were sitting and he said, I have a message for you. Commander, Jehu said, for which one of us? And he said, for you, commander. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to command some things in the season. Then he arose and went into the house and he poured the oil on his head and said to him, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed you king over the people of the Lord over Israel. You shall... Strike down the house of Ahab, your master, where the, the enemy thinks that is in charge. Demonic systems think that they are the master of God's people. That I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab all the males in Israel, both bond and free. So I'll make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. And, okay, the dog shall eat Jezebel on the ground and so forth and so on. And give, give me, keep on going. 
And so, Jehu, no, go back. Go back one. Sorry. Pick up verse 10. And he opened the door and he fled. So, he gives him his instruction, puts the oil on him. He says, that's your assignment. And he starts running. He gets out of the door and he leaves. Verse 11 says, Then Jehu came out to the servants of his masters and one said to him, Is all well? Why did this madman come to you? Why did Apostle Max come to you? And he said to them, you know the man in his babble? And they said, a lie. Tell us now, he said, thus and thus he spoke to me saying, thus says the Lord, I have anointed you king over Israel. Then each man hastened to take his garment and put it under him on the top of the, of his, of the, of, of the steps. And they blew trumpet saying, Pastor Henny is king, come on. Say, Jehu is king. Come on, shout it. Say, Jehu is king. Amen. So, so verse 15, verse 16 quickly. I need to just go through this so that I can give you context and I can just end. So, Jehu rode in a chariot and went to Jezreel. Uh, for, okay, you, you got the context. Let's start. Let's start and understand this. So, 10 things to expect when the anointing comes upon you. Number one is separation and elevation. Because when God chooses you, you see, when you're in the presence of Almighty God and, and God has anointed you, what the anointing does is it begins to elevate you. It begins to lift you up above your peers. I know we're all captains, uh, but there is a commander in our midst uh, that God will put His anointing upon that person. And that person is chosen, but what the anointing does is it lifts you above your peers. It begins to elevate you because uh, what it does is, number one, it says your separation from the rest of the team, let them stay out here, but there is an inner chamber for somebody today that you are in the place, that God's moving into an inner place so that He can deal with you through your fasting and your praying. God's putting a fresh anointing upon you this morning, that what that means is not only do I get an assignment, but I am separated. Come on somebody, this is for kingdom use only. It's not for messing around, it's not for sleeping around, it's not for lying and cheating, it's for kingdom use. Everybody say, the anointing this morning is for kingdom use. If you make history with God when nobody is watching, God will make history with, with you when everybody is watching. Bill Johnson said that. You must be willing to come out from amongst them and be separate, says the Lord. I'll be your father, I'll be your God, and you shall be my children. So arise from your companions. That means you must be okay to stand out. Don't come with your, your, your false humility. As, you know, I just, I, just, I, you know, I just don't know the Lord and, and, and. Oh, shut up. We all come from nothing. We were all being built from the ground up. Your gift is needed. And when God calls you into His presence uh, and God is calling for a fresh anointing, something's got to happen to you. You can't go and deal with the intimidation and uh, you know, your, 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 your inferiority complex. Oh, you know, I just come from Coronation Bill. Oh, shut up, man. This is the anointing. We all come from nothing. This is just God upon our lives uh, and God doing a new thing in our lives. Come on, let the Spirit of the Lord rise up upon you. Feels like work coming here. The anointing breaking some stuff. Amen. Number two, when the anointing comes upon you, he gives him clear instruction. He says, This 
is for your assignment. Can somebody hear the word of the Lord this morning? Say, this is for your assignment. Don't go messing around. Don't go back to your old lifestyle. Don't go hang out to the old people because you must protect what's on you. It's for purpose. Number two, it's realignment for your assignment. So the anointing is for kingdom purpose. Acts 10 and 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth. We spoke about this yesterday. If God can anoint Jesus of Nazareth, it's an important scripture for you. If he can anoint Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, he can anoint Maxwell from Randburg with the Holy Ghost and power. Who went, here's his assignment. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So anything that the demonic forces want to bring upon you and your family and your home, when somebody in the house is anointed, the children are going to sleep good. We just need somebody in the house with the anointing. We just need somebody who's anointed in the house. Come on, somebody. Because if Jehu's got an anointing on him, something's going to happen in this family. Number three, verse 11 to 13 lets you know that promotion does not come from the east or from the west. But promotion comes from the Lord. So he says, like, I'm looking for, I'm looking for uh, Jehu, please. Oh, I'm looking for Azel, please. Is she in the room? You get my point. Oops. The Lord said this is the place and this is where the anointing would be. Are you getting it? You must be at the right place at the right time. I'm telling you what the Spirit of God's given. Because Isaiah 58 verse 8 says, Then when you're fasting, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. Your righteousness will go before you. What does that mean? It means somebody steps in the room and calls your name. They don't never met you before. They don't know where you come from. They're not interested in your history. They don't care whether you were, you know, you were divorced or married or, or what you did in the past. When the anointing walks in the room, they just said, we're looking for this particular person. What is that? When you're fasting and praying, God will make sure your righteousness goes before you. Elisha, young man, you better be sitting in the service under this word. Serving will happen later. Come into the house. Number four. Let's pick up verse 16. I want to show you what number four is. Number four is acceleration. So it's not just elevation, separation, promotion, assignment, alignment for your assignment. It's number four is acceleration. Verse 16. So Jehu rode in a chariot. Do you understand that the anointing will give you a new wagon? Someone's getting a new wagon in this place. Can we say it? Can we announce it in the heavenlies that somebody is going to ride in a new chariot? I see you with your new ride. Hallelujah. Someone's going to receive that this morning. Come on, I see new rides in this place. I see you. Can somebody just receive it and say, I pray. I'll take that one, God. If you're telling me I'm not going to be riding in the bus anymore. I'm not going with a taxi anymore. I'm not going with an Uber anymore. Baby, here comes a brand new ride. Don't get mad at me. You don't get what you want. You get what you believe. Is there anybody going to believe what God has got for them? Let the world get mad, man. Let them get mad. You get, if they get mad, just get your stuff.
I am telling you there are new rides in this place. Too premature to speak about the deals we're busy with on the table. But I will be starting a logistics company. Stuff that God is doing. It's called acceleration. It means that I don't travel the way you travel. It means that the things that God does in my life is like no one else's stuff. Come on, somebody. God's going to not just promote you and lift you and elevate you. God's going to make sure that you ride with comfort and peace. Come on. I don't know who needs to fly down to Cape Town. I don't know who needs to travel anywhere. But this time, we're not going to be sitting in a Holy Ghost smoking car with the fumes coming through. And come on, the, the car praying in tongues anymore. This is the season. I want to announce it in the heavens is nosy the kind of stuff you're going to travel in honey there's a fresh chariot coming for you says the lord where is is nosy in the house oh there she is i've come to announce upon you new chariots are coming they coming there's new rides coming give me all my project management office my project management office that has struggled with transportation you getting one you getting one you getting one every Everybody's getting one. Is there anybody going to believe the Lord in this place? Woo when the anointing's on you, you ride differently, baby. Oh, I don't like that apostle. Look, even the car that he drives. All I do is I smile and I wave. I got my stuff, honey. I am yet to see somebody who's doing better than me ever come and criticize me. Never happens. So that's the reason why people criticize you. You must say, so long, bye-bye. Let's get into the, my time's up. Oh Lord. Number five. Give me verse 18. So he's riding and he meets horsemen. So the horseman went to meet him. He's on assignment. He's got to deal with Jesse. He's riding. He's got a chariot, he meets with some horsemen. They came to meet him and thus says the king, Is it peace? And Jehu said, What have you to do with peace? You pretend like everything's okay in this atmosphere and that we must follow the WHO and all their rules and making, you know, forcing people vaccinations in business and blah, 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 blah. And we must say, well, now you have peace. The devil is a liar. We are not standing in this place here accepting your terms in the name of Jesus. You have a blood-bought right to be made free. Jesus died, so they came to set the captives free. What have you to do with peace? He says, turn around. And follow me. So the watchman reported saying, the messenger went to them, but he's not coming back. I want to announce to somebody that was going in the wrong direction with the Lord. I am telling you, there's a turnaround happening in your life today. You are not going back to your old system. You're not going back to the old world. You're not going back to your old way of living. There's a turnaround taking place in your family. Your children, there'll be a turnaround. Come on, somebody shout, there's a turnaround in this place. Come on, just prophetically say there's a turnaround in this place. Come on, give a turnaround in this place. Glory. There's not just an acceleration. The fifth point is that he gets new alliances. New people have come to this church. Who are the new people? Just stand to your feet. Stand right now. Great leaders, great leaders that have come. 
brand new people that have come that God has sent to this church. Look at them. 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 They call brand new alliances. They call the people that have come to join in on the vision. They are turning around and saying, we're going in this direction. We're going with the kingdom of God. We're using the arrows of this house. Uh, I got to run. Yes, amen, baby. Amen. Number six, verse 22. So Jehu meets up with the new alliances. Verse 22 says, Now it happened when Joram said to Jehu that he said, Another one. So he meets another alliance and he says, Is it peace, Jehu? So he answered and said, What peace? As long as the harlotries of your mother, you know the fight is on when I swear your mother. Come. You want it? Come. Yo, this light is falling off the chair here, Levi. You know the fight is on when you say, you, 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 yeah. hey, hey, Sonny, I, I'll hit you, Sonny. Uh, and, you know, I, uh, uh. when you stand here, come and say, hey, your mom, excel your waist. Straight away, it's like, what? You uh, swore my mother. Yes, you, your mother, and the harlotries, and the witchcraft that's been in this atmosphere. You must be able to can understand what the anointing will do. The anointing is not timid, man. Come on, you've not been given a spirit to fear. Now, I didn't say use foul language. I said you can call a devil. You and your mother can go to hell. Number six, what does it do for you? It gives you boldness. It's not just acceleration, new alliances, but boldness. Number seven, verse 24. He ends up coming. So now Jehu drew out his bow with full strength. Jehoram runs. And Jehu said, you're not following the team? Take this arrow. Shoot. And shot Jehoram between his arms. And the arrow came out of his heart. And he sank down in his chariot. Listen to what I'm saying to you. You're going to find new arrows in the season. What are you talking about? It's fresh mandates. We have a mandate for the base. For the build. The, the teaching platform. The reach. Because when you come into the kingdom of God and you get anointed, you're going to have to walk around with an arrow that you're going to shoot out ungodliness out of anything that is built on witchcraft, anything that's built on pornography, anything that's built, you're going to shoot the heart out of everything that is perverse, unrighteous, unholy, illegal, unlawful, perverted, wicked. Everybody shout an amen in this church. You're going to walk around and saying this thing, no more in this house. No more. We're coming after everything. You are supposed to have an arrow, at least one arrow for poverty. And say no more in this house. Come on somebody. Someone take, take an arrow and say, uh, we're done with poverty in this house. We're done with the low level living in this place. Somebody shout, I'll never be broke another day in my life. No, 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 son. 
We're not drinking here anymore. Shoot the heart out of ungodliness. And say it's over in this house. You are on assignment and you must be able to put an arrow there and say no more. Okay. Number eight. Verse 26. You're going to develop when the anointing comes upon you. People ask me, why am I so mad and so passionate about stuff? The one thing that I hate inside of me is injustice. Number eight, it will give you a desire for justice. Is Jehovah Gomorrah. Listen to this. Surely, I saw yesterday the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons, says the Lord. And I will repay. Everybody say, recompense. Everybody shout recompense. This is the year of recompense. So God, his name is Jehovah Gamola. He says, and I will repay you in this plot, says the Lord. Now therefore take and throw him on the plot of the ground according to the word of the Lord. This is the season where they, you, you're going to get a payout. If you maintain your integrity, you're going to get back everything. I am telling you, whatever you've lost, you're going to get it back double, sevenfold. Come on. You're going to take back what the devil has stolen from you. Number nine. I'm done. Verse 30. It's going to place inside of you a finishing spirit. You're not going to start a project and not finish. You're not going to say, well, I signed up for to being a volunteer and I don't finish. No, no, no. The anointing is coming upon you to finish what you started. Come on, somebody. Now, when Jehu had come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it. And she put paint on her eyes. And please don't you come with your religious spirit and tell me that women are Jezebels. Have you seen the men that are Jezebels? We've had them. So back off from that religious spirit of yours. And she put paint on her eyes and adorned her head and looked through a window. I mean, you know what that means, right? Looking through the window. It's called, lo and behold, the dress that she puts on. Then as Jehu entered at the, at the gate, she said, is it peace? Zimri, murderer of your master. And he looked up at the widow and said, is there anybody on the Lord's side? Before I deal with anything that demonic in the system. The thing that you are, the person you're hanging around with, I'm giving you an opportunity and this is what the word of the Lord is. You better get onto the Lord's side. Is there anybody in this house on the Lord's side? And he looked up at the window and said, who is on my side? Who? So two or three eunuchs looked out at him. What's a eunuch? Somebody who's had... You say it painfully. <laughs> that you cannot produce. Everybody in Jezebel's realm cannot produce a business, can't become fruitful, can't fulfill their purpose. You keep on hanging with Jezebel and that mindset and it's religion and you've got a title there but you're not producing anything. The first command was for you to be fruitful. More than babies. Then he said, well, if you're on, if you're on the Lord's side, then throw her down. 
So they threw her down and some of her blood spattered on the wall and on the horses and, she tremb and, they hurt, and he trembled her underfoot. What it means is that when you begin to put the anointing, when the, when the anointing is upon you, you, you understand that you're not going to just have a little bit of business and then you get some and then it's taken back again. You're not going to have a, a marriage that is almost good. You're not going to have, you're not going to live an almost life serving an utmost God. There's no way. Come on, say, I refuse to live an almost life serving an utmost God. Because there's an anointing that's coming upon people for business and for increase here. But listen to me today. Even if you are the janitor right now and God said that's your company, you will be sitting around the boardroom tables. Keep on upgrading your mind because you, inside of you, you're going to put in, a, there's a finishing spirit in this house. Let me announce it about my arrows that are we shooting in this year. From the base to the bull to the reach to the teacher. We're going to shoot these arrows in the season. And these arrows are going to hit bullseye. These buildings are going up for the glory of God. There's a finishing spirit on this house in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I see you walking. Come on. Can I help somebody right now? Just help me. Stand to your feet. I want to show you something. The entrance to the church is going to be there now. Children's ministry and all that's going to happen over there. Over here is your stage all the way through. Massive stage. The mother's rooms, the gallery, the media room, seating for more so we can do recordings and the like. Can you help me? By faith, face the stage. By faith. Now worship. Now thank the Lord. Say, there's a finishing spirit in this house. Come on, by faith. Begin to lift your hands and say, Father, it is done. We're in this place. Come on, by faith, believe that in a year's time, we're standing lifting our hands and blessing the Lord for all that is done. Come on, praise Him. Come on, where's your faith? Use your imagination. Come on, add to this thing right now in the name of Jesus. And I'm done. You may be seated. Thank you for helping me in my faith. 2 Kings chapter 10, verse 30. Here's your final one. Expect the release of a generational blessing. Because when the anointing comes on me, and I begin to fulfill my assignment, and God lifts me above my peers, and He gives me the ride that I need, and I get the boldness to shoot out ungodliness, and I come to the places where I can, I can, I can deal with and have a finishing spirit, something happens on point number 10. It is found in 2 Kings chapter 10, verse 30. And the Lord said to Jehu, come on, somebody read with me. Because you have done well in doing what is right in my sight and have done to the house of Ahab all that was in my heart, your sons shall sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. And this church is going to rise up because can I have the worship team? You're going to believe God this morning that when the anointing of God comes upon you and you obeying the Lord and you use the anointing for service, you know that there's up to a fourth generation. You can't stop my children, devil. You're going to have to take your hands off my children. My daughter will be preaching. My son will be preaching. They will be running the campus. They will be 
building systems. I am speaking for somebody that came and said, Lord, take my little sacrifice. Put an anointing on me. But my children's children are blessed. There's benefits. Hallelujah. There's benefits for serving the kingdom of God. There's a generational blessing for one man that stood out from the crowd and said, God, if you put an anointing on me, I'm going to do what you told me to do. And I, if I have to be in a tent for seven years, then I will stay right here. As long as I'm in the center of God's will, I'm under the blood. I'm in the will of God. And when I fulfill what God wants me to do, there's a generational blessing. Somebody shout from the ground up. From the ground up. Someone's gonna get a fresh anointing in this place. Someone's gonna get a fresh touch.
Lord says, 25 and younger, come. Come. You will not waste your life and you will not waste this anointing. My goodness. By a young man, Sandikerkenyong. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. We're serving you today.
something good is going on. There's something about your life that is just grace with tremendous favor. It's all over you. And God wants to do something significant for your life this year. Lift your hands. I mean, really lift your hands. Like God can do something for you. Can your hands go a little higher? I know you can do it in the gym. You do it in the gym, right? Now do it with an expectation. Because here's a problem, young people. You've got to hear me. Don't come here looking for me. You want God. You want his anointing. You've got to come with expectation. Expectation becomes the breeding ground for the miracle you're looking for. Because God's about to put some arrows in some young man's head. When God made the disciples, when he called them, they were young men. And he put arrows in their hands. And they accomplished what God called them to do. They fulfilled their mandate. And that's why I'm calling for the 25 years and youngest. Why? Because you're not going to go wondering and squandering your gift and your talent. And come back when you're 69 and worn out. And say, I just want to serve the Lord. With what? 
with what? After the devil ripped you to pieces, stay on this foundation. And when God's calling you and dealing with you, walk with an expectation. Father, we thank you for the anointing. Give us some fresh anointing oil. Father, I pray, preserve and protect this Lord. This young man, mark him as a Jehu with the anointing that will break everything demonic, satanic, unrighteous, and unholy. He's not known you before, but from today, let him know you. Let him know you. You don't have to fall over, just receive it. Just receive it. Marriages. Your marriage will go from strength to strength. Marriages, come, come, come. Come, come, let's anoint marriages. Anoint marriages. My God. Are you going to walk with expectation? That God can do something for you? Do we need a chair for you, Pastor Michelle? Today, in Jesus' name, in Jesus, Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for this marriage. Put a fresh fire around them. Put a fresh fire within them. I pray, Father, for healing and wholeness of these marriages. I pray for strong marriages. That the sons and daughters, my God, will fulfill their destiny and their purpose. The children will see the blessing of this relationship. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. I pray for this marriage. I pray for the anointing to break every yoke of bondage. I thank you, my God, for blessing them with the desires of their heart. Here we go. Fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus, fresh anointing for marriages. Woo! In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I pray for these servants, these men of God. Raise him up. Anoint him afresh to lead his family. No problem that you will have, son, that you will not have an answer for. There will always be an answer in your house, says the Lord. That's the anointing. Bless your servant. Give him the grace. All over you, son. is blessed. Your home is blessed. You'll always have an answer. You'll know which way to go and what to do. Father, I pray for restoration. In the mighty name of Jesus, restoration. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your leader. Bless your servant. It's all over you, sir. Fresh grace upon this family. blessing of the Lord is upon you. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you. Thank you for your servant. 
Oh, you think you can stand under that, can you? Fire. Put a fire on that thing. Fire on that thing. Restoration. Breathing a new season. Watch. See that? In Jesus' name. Be healed. Restored. This time, the blessing. This time, the blessing. Woo! stand here. Come on, Waylon. It's called expectation. Big difference, son. Big difference. Big difference. Expect great things this year. Expect the favor of the Lord to come upon you in your marriage. Fresh doors. Fresh doors. Blessing of the Lord, son. Receive the blessing. You and your family, sir. In the name of Jesus. Woo. Finances. Inside of me, Father, I bless this leader. So excited, so excited for your future. So much joy. Seeds that were planted, you forgot about the Lord says, will grow in the season. It'll come forth, it will sprout. You begin to see the harvest of what you've done for the kingdom. All over you, woman of God, my Father, in my Father, my Father, a fresh anointing, fresh arrows. House is blessed. House is blessed in the name. Don't pray in the Holy Ghost. Don't pray. Don't pray. Don't pray. See that? Big difference. Don't pray. Jesus' name. Bless your servant. Bless our house. Don't pray. Don't pray. See that? In the name of Jesus. Come on. Receive. Bless them. 
to increase them on every side. In the name of Jesus, bless you. Bless your servant. I pray for financial increase. I pray that the anointing will break every yoke. You're going to have the wisdom of God wherever you travel. The Lord says, put your, your feet on His foundation. And watch what He does with your life this year. Watch what He does with your marriage and your future. Watch Him bless you profusely. In the name of Jesus. On firm foundations. Firm foundations. No more shaking. Secure. 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 The lies are breaking right now. The lies are breaking. In the name of Jesus, let her go. Foul spirit. There you go. Receive it, son. Bless them. Keep it strengthened. Bless them. I pray for this marriage. I pray for this marriage. I pray for your servant. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, strengthen them on every side. You have a tough task to accomplish. But the Lord says you have a finishing spirit I'm putting on you. Watch the deals come together. Watch the finishing spirit come upon you. Watch how everything else has got to bow. Watch the arrows being shot. Watch the power. Be a blessing, daughter. Be a blessing to him. Give him comfort. Take care of him at night. Watch over him. Pray for his mind. Things are coming. But there's a finishing spirit upon this family. The good work he started, he will com complete until the day of Jesus. And it is here, you God. And it is here, you God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name. Blessing. Provider. Dominion. Rule. Healing, wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. In the name of Jesus, bless your servant. Anoint him afresh. Fresh fire on him. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. A fresh fire. A fresh fire. Stand. In the name of Jesus, fresh fire. In the name of Jesus, fresh fire. In the name of Jesus, fresh fire. Let fresh fire come. Come. Give me, the, give me the, the ministers of the gospel. Where are they? Give me the preachers. Give me the preachers, the teachers. You called into fivefold ministry. Come. 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 Evangelists, come. There's an anointing for people to fulfill their assignments here. I feel it. There's an anointing. There's an anointing. You've been called into ministry and you know that there's a call. You sense that God has called you. There's a fire coming upon you. This one's not ordinary. This is extraordinary. Father, Father, there's a fire. You better lift up your hands with expectation. If you believe you've been called into ministry, your worship should be different. Your fight should be different. The fire should be different. There's a fire that's increased in this place. There's a fire that's increased in this place. Come on. There's a fire. There's a glory. There's a glory. There's a glory about to fall on all the fivefold ministers. There's a glory. There's a fire coming upon you. There's a fire, fire, fire. Fire in the name of Jesus. Fire in the name of Jesus. A fire in the name of fire must burn. A 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 fire must burn. 
where a fire, a fire, a fire must burn in the name, in the name of Jesus. A fire must burn. A fire must burn. A fire is going to burn. A fire. Graham, a fire. I rebuke the lie of the enemy. A fire must burn. In the name. In the name. Watch the power of God. Protect me, man. Fire. A fire. I am telling you. The Lord says, dig up those old wells. You know what your relationship was like. The Lord says, it's coming. A fire. A fire. You can't stand under there. There's fire in the name of Jesus. Anointing. Anointing. You will serve at the king's table. Woo! Serve at the king's table. Serve at the king's table. In the name of Put a fire on this young man to run like never before. To run like never before. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Watch God remove every lie, every fear, every stronghold that sat there that said it's for your father but not for you you are drinking new wine serving at the king's table the dream with Creflo Dollar and Bill Winston and you serving them wine it's the new wine of the kingdom of God but you will never be the same again every lie that you bought into it breaks today every form of deception breaks from your life today but you will walk in a newness of life and you will never be the same again the Lord says from today I got you in the name of Jesus receive receive I prayed for you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, man. There's a fresh fire coming upon God's people. You can't stand under this anointing. You can't stand under it. In the name of Jesus, here comes the fire. You know where you should have been. You know what the Lord called you to do. You know what this thing's all about. It's burning up the chaff, says the Lord. And everything that's happening around you, leave your mother, son. Leave your mother, son. Let the Holy Ghost do what he needs to do. Stand there. You are called as a family. Your faces have been coming up through my prayer and intercession all the time. I've been praying and waiting and waiting. When are you pursuing her? Come on, Jay, you put your head up above your commanders. Everybody else, you know, this is the season. The Lord says, I'm going to lift your head above your enemies all around you. It's called the anointing. Now receive that. Receive that. Double for you. Come on, Levi. Handle kingdom business. Priestly business. Prophetess, come, 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 in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for your servants, it's a new day, it is a new day, it's a fresh anointing, just receive this young man, a sweet anointing upon you, heaven sees you, your father sees you, He's got you. See that? He's got you. He's got you. Father, I pray. 
Father, I pray. If you can stand, please stand. Oh Lord. Oh my God. There's such a huge restoration program taking place around you. It's not just an ordinary thing. It's like as you go, there's a wave after wave. It's like there's no place. Whether you stand in government or in banking or business or the church or whether you prophesying, there is a fresh covering. Oh, my God, a covering. The covering, the covering is here, daughter. The covering is here. It's breaking the fears. The lies are breaking from you. The expectation of man is breaking from you. Oh, I see you in freedom. Oh, I see you walking in a new freedom. Oh, I see you running through open fields. Oh, I see you so young all over again. Oh, oh, I just see you like a little, someone who's free, but I see, I see meadows. I see you running through fields like you're doing just what the Lord called you to do. And there's such a freedom. And you're not even concerned about who cares and what people think about you. In the name of Jesus, the fire of God's all over you. There's a fresh covering. There's a fresh anointing. Cover her. Give my jacket. Give my jacket. Where's my jacket? You are not by yourself anymore. There is a jacket. There is a covering. You are protected. You are preserved. You are anointed. You will fulfill your call. It's coming on levels for you like never before, says the Lord. I'm standing right here. I am telling you that there's a fire in Jesus' name. But this time it's different, says the Lord. Whatever happens now, it's different, says the Lord. Because there's a covering. There's a covering. There's a covering. You are covered. The devil can't see you anymore. You are hidden because it is a covering you've got. Now in the name of Jesus. Every place where the Philistines clogged those wells. Fresh worship is going to come from there, says the Lord. The Lord says fresh worship will come from it. Break the fear. The lies. Of course you care for me. I know the fathers care for me. You do have a covering. <laughs> Your apostles right here. Bless you. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Father, I pray. See? Put your hand right here. Father, I pray. Tremendous gift. Tremendous gift in the body of Christ. <laughs> Come forth. In the name of Jesus. Okay, babe. Okay, babe. In the name of Jesus. Now. Now receive it. For assignment, says the Lord. For assignment, says the Lord. For assignment, says the Lord. I'm going to pray for the rest of the people that I haven't prayed for. Timothy and Paul. 
called into the ministry. You are marked today. You are marked today. You are marked today. Separated, set apart for kingdom use only. For kingdom use only. In the name of Jesus. breakthrough, for you the answer that you need, that the anointing, a fresh anointing will come upon your life right now, that you can fulfill your assignment and become what God has called you to be. It is a new day and it's a new season. The fire of God all over you and your family and your home. The blessing of the Lord is now upon you. In the name of Jesus, I bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I pray, Father God, for your people in their giving as they've made sacrifices giving, serving. I know that our time is up. Let's receive that offering. Let's receive that offering. Let's receive an offering. Honor the Lord with your substance. The first fruits of your increase. Your first January of 2022. Why don't you honor Him with your money? It's your substance, it's your increase. That your bonds may overflow. Your vats will be filled. Your bonds will overflow. There will be new wine all around you. Honor God. Learn to honor God in 2022, man. Don't give Him your leftovers. Give Him first place. This is a new day and a new year. You're, putting, you're standing on solid foundation. And the card machines are there and there's ways that we can give. Everybody online, sow your seed. But let's honor God and then we'll pray for you and then... We'll go just breaking bread and having community in the end. But let's receive that offering. Father, bless your people in their giving. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Let's stand. Keep singing. Let's stand. Communion. Let's have communion together. Come on. Let's have communion. If you glory, if your glory wants to Let us show a show of hands. Let us know. We're good to go for everybody in this house. Listen, covenant means that your life is off limits to the enemy. Your body is healed. You're in relationship with the living God. There is nothing that can torment your mind anymore, mess with your body anymore, and your family anymore. Receive healing, wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. Shalom is yours. With nothing missing and nothing broken in the lives of God's people. Now don't walk around condemning yourself or condemning others. If God's forgiven them, don't bring up their past. If God's forgiven you, you're not even allowed to speak about your past. By His stripes, you are healed, but also by His blood, you've been forgiven. Now receive. Father, now bless every family, everyone under the sound of our voice, even online. I thank you for the anointing that this is a new day, this is a new season. Your glory is in this place, touching, healing, and delivering everyone. It's a new season. The Jeyus are here. There is a fresh anointing upon everyone to fulfill their assignment in the earth. I bless you. Thank you for the grace and the anointing. Your power at work. In Jesus' mighty name. You're from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you are blessed. Like Nehemiah said, now go home rejoicing. Eat. And don't go getting drunk. Go and drink things some water. Amen. But go home and rejoice. And go and give portions to those who don't have. But this fast has been phenomenal. God's good. The favor of the Lord's all over you. You can never be the same again. This is the glory of God in this place. And everybody gave a good clap and a shout and an amen. God bless you. We love you, everybody online. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Amen. We love you. Amen and amen.